It's Sunday. It's episode 65 of the Best of Rivals podcast. I'm Jordan J. Will, and I got D-Bev in the building. What's good, my boy? Doing well, man. Doing well. Some great results this week. And uh, yeah, brother, um, ready to get into it. I mean, yeah, we're getting down to the uh, the ending of the prim, you know, the remaining games. It's like nine, and like eight games for a lot of teams. Yeah. Um, seven for some. All right, seven for some. And you guys are playing catch up, you know, with uh, Arsenal. And it's same old Arsenal. You know? Um, we said it last year. You know what? Sorry. You said it last year. I'll give you the credit here. You said last year, you know, they were going to bottle it. They weren't going to get top four. And you're 100% right. And this season, I thought it was maybe going to be different. But, Jay, you're you're on the right track here in terms of your predictions. I mean, I'll let you gloat in your uh, in your glory. I'm not even trying to gloat. It's it's none of that because I, I do respect Arteta and, and that group he has over there. You know, they're very special. But like I said, they're just not there yet. You know, they, they seem like they don't have the experience, the composure in a lot of these games. You know, um, we see it against Liverpool, you know, a big time game, a rivalry game. They should have killed them and they didn't. You know, they dropped some points, 2-2. It's the same thing to it today, you know. Same I mean, thing today. Up 2-0. Up 2-0, no. bro. You, you're, you're supposed to kill him, bro. And uh, Saka, I'm speaking on you, my guy. You know, you had a stretch where people were saying you're the next uh, wonder kid in England, you know, better than Rashford, taking his uh, signature so, move and everything. That, we, that was hilarious. Though. We that peeped it, hilarious. right? We peeped it, right? But you missed a, a, a critical PK. And it's not the first time you've done it before. You did it in the Euros as well. Okay, okay, okay. I listen. I love. I love this controversy. I love. I, I love the drama you're trying oh, to set up, Jay. Correct. It was Euros, right? Was it Euros? It was the Euros. Yes. yes it was yes, Euros. Yes. Here's my thing with the, with the whole sack <laughs> argument. And listen, obviously Manchester City fan. I want us to win. I'm so glad they choked. I'm so glad he missed yeah. all of that. That's the one guy you just can't criticize, bro. And, and the reason, I, like, trust me, I, I'm with you. The gassing of these players is ridiculous. It's crazy. They go in a three game stretch. Best player in England. They yep. go on a three-game stretch, best player in the Prem. Trust yep. me, I'm with you, bro. We've seen it with Rashford. We're seeing it with Grealish right now, and we've seen it with Saka. I don't think we should, however, do the reverse. A couple bad games, we're, you know, they're not that good. You know, a couple bad games, uh, they're overrated. I think we need an even balance here because that guy Saka has been arguably Arsenal's best player for the last three years. He's, like, only turning 21 now. I'm, he missed a penalty. Listen, he, and guess he, what? Guess what? Mo Salah has missed two penalties in like the last month. So like, let's and, and, and listen, listen. I'm gr- I'm glad you brought up Mo Salah. I I got on him when he missed, you know, that uh that penalty, um that could have I think put them ahead of the game, and yeah. you know, solidified them and everything. That that's my point, bro. These are major key moments, you know, that you shouldn't miss. Uh, Holland's taking True. PKs and he's he's connecting. He's knocking them down. If I'm not mistaken, he's tied with Mo Salah now for most regular season goals. You know, these are major moments, bro. And I'm, I'm, yes, I'm, I'm coming at Saka, not saying that he's been terrible, um, but recently, yes, the last three games, two games for Arsenal, he has not been that guy. Well, he's Arsenal hasn't been that team, right? The last right. couple games. So, but th- this is a pivotal part of the season. So we just can't sit here and say, ah, it's, it's, it's happening. Like, no, it happened in the Euros with him, a pivotal moment. Now it's happening right now when the yeah. title is on the line. Let's be real. Like, listen, I, I'm, listen. That's I think it's a fair observation. I really, really do, and I'm not here trying to defend Saka. Um, 
but I just want let's just make sure it's even conversation, right? Hundred percent. Yes. Yes. That that he shouldn't be where he's at. You know what I mean? He okay. was thrown in because of injuries three years ago. He was thrown in because they yes. had no other options. He was thrown Context. in at left left back, left wing back, right yeah. back, right. We didn't know he was a right winger until two years ago, <laughs> and now we're now we're trying to criticize because he missed on the biggest stages. Give him time. Give him time. I think he listen. And by the way. Arsenal shouldn't even be in a title race this year. So there's so many there's so many positions that, that, that Arsenal are in. That and, argument and is in. It's like I don't know. Hey, that argument has has died a long time ago. Think I'm tired. So? I'm, I'm tired of the whole Arsenal shouldn't be here. They're here. We're, yeah. we're past that point in the season now. This isn't the first twenty games. The first ten games. True. Well, if you you're sack, listen. If you're Saka, if you're Arsenal, of course you should be disappointed. You should yes. think you should win. You think you should make that penalty. I'm just saying as an outsider. Not being in the Arsenal camp, yeah, I think the conversation should not necessarily be sack as a disgrace, sack as a choke artist. Stop that, stop that right now. That's ridiculous. Okay, okay. So let, let me ask you, Andy, what is the issue right now with Arteta and those guys? You know, they're they're not winning games, dropping a lot of points right now. Well, What's going on? Yeah, I mean, it's weird, right? Because Euros, not Euros, sorry, Europa League was. Yeah. You know, they it was a very complacent, lackluster sort of performance over the two over yep. the two legs, and they get them knocked out. And, it, and it's a shock, but then it's like they subvert expectations by saying, "Okay, now we can just focus on the league." Okay, we'll focus on the league then, right? Because yeah. West Ham played in the Conference League on the in the week. Arsenal had full rest. So, are you telling me that Saliba being injured is like the biggest deal in the world? You're supposed to win without Saliba, especially going to West Ham. You were winning without Saliba. You know, I think there's going to be a lot of excuses made for this team. I think yeah. Arteta is going to make a lot of these excuses. I 100% agree. There should not be excuses for that camp based on where they're at. Remember, if I'm not mistaken, they they were 11 points ahead at one point. Yeah. And now it's technically in our hands. It was in our hands before this game. Now it's even more so in our hands. Um, but at the same time, bro, I was I was very doubtful that we were even going to be in the title race after, bro, after tying to, uh, to Nottingham Forest, like, bro, you have to say some of these results, it's like, Jesus. And, this and here's the, the thing. Here, hold on, hold on, hold yeah, on. Hold, here, here's the thing. Arsenal fans are, are starting to say, oh, title race is over. We lost it. We're done. You guys are three, you guys are three or four points, four points ahead. And sure, we, we have a game in hand. But you guys are four points ahead. And you guys are saying the title race. If the, if the, if the league was done today, you guys would win. So, the subverting of expectations is going to happen. And the reality is the only the only reason why people think Manchester City is going to win is because we've been winning. But the second we drop points, it's gonna be, oh my God, you know, who's gonna win? <clears throat> I, I'm not I'm not falling for this game after game, you know, yeah, roller coaster of emotions. I'm not doing it anymore. So let's let's transition into Man City then. I'm glad you bring it up. And you try to throw in that little I don't know what it is with you and these. Ah, uh, my team shouldn't have. We we weren't going to be in the title race. We I, I was worried at one point. Stop it! What did you what 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 did you spend in the transfer market? What did you guys do? Who'd you go out what? there and get the money? Yes, stop! You got Holland. You bro. guys spent more than us. You got no. What do we, no, no. We can't. Let's not do this nah, transfer market crap. Let's no, not do this. No, 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 no. You got the prize possession. Everyone wanted Holland. Where where was he going to go? Where did he, where did he to know, choose right? to go? Where did he choose to go? There you and go. You know why he chose? Not because of money. He didn't not because of money, bro. You, you know what? You know what sucks about this this whole Manchester City sort of um, agenda that's going on. 
they act like we haven't built this culture for the last 20 years. That's the problem. I do, dude, dude, I remember the dark times, bro. We have built where we're at. We have all right, okay. You have to all give right, credit okay, to these okay, guys. Okay, so I'll give it to you. Guys, and that's why Jude's listen, coming too. Listen, Jude is on his way. Wait, ooh, I'm, t- gl- I'm glad you bring it up. But I'm I give it to you. You guys have built a culture now, right? Where it's a system of players that can fill in, you know, all play their role. We got it, right? Yeah. So you should be in the title race every year, Dandy. There's no discussion. Like you're the one team. You're the one team in England. You know, that I, I know season in, season out, you're going to be competing against something, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I don't like the whole, we shouldn't be there. You're there. Um, I you're, no, I agree. We should be. We should be. And <laughs> we are now. Yeah. But. And you've been there for like the past five to six years now. You're always going to be there until Pep decides to leave, right? And we'll see what happens after that. Even before Pep, we were, we were there. We've always been there for a while yeah. now. But I brought up, you got Holland, which was crazy. Everyone was... Yeah. You know, trying to get this kid in the offseason. He just tied Mo Salah, like I said, most goals in the prim one season. Yeah. yeah. Um, first season with City, bro. Is it talked about enough? Because with Holland, it's, it's crazy. You know, he came in, he was hot, and everyone's riding the wave, giving us props, and then it goes away. He's not really producing as much. And you see the opposite. He turns it back on again. At the end of the day, how are we going to look at this season? How are we going to rate it? Is it an all-time great? Is it, you know, just expected? Like, what? what is your opinion it's all time, on this? It's all-time great. I, I don't want to – bro, we, we – it went from, oh, my God, this guy's incredible. He, you know, Manchester City are going to win the league guaranteed yeah. to Manchester City's better without Holland to now – Oh my God, he's incredible! Stop the stop the crap, bro. Every other game, it's like they make, they change their opinions. That's my that's my biggest issue here, bro. This guy is having what probably the best season in history for a striker in the Premier League. Yeah, yeah. All he needs to do, I'm saying it like all he needs to do, but all he needs to do is win the Premier League, and boom, best season for a striker in the Premier League of all time. Period. End of story. Okay. Because he's gonna he's gonna end with. You would assume around 44 goals in the Prem, something along those lines. Um, yeah, bro. I mean, like, so, this guy's incredible. He's so incredible. What's separating him from getting into the discussion of being essentially on the same like pace as Messi and Ronaldo? Because these numbers he's producing, like you said, they're all-time great but records. The- Longevity. Well, that that's all it is. You just have to give these guys time. That is it's, it's longevity because Ronaldo was doing this at Real Madrid. Yeah. You know, these types of numbers. You know, Holland's Holland's been there not even a whole season yet. Uh, you know, like give him three seasons. Do you think it's longevity or do you also think it winning comes into play because Messi and Ronaldo, yeah, both were scoring crazy goals and they were winning and major titles with that with said club. Yeah. I mean, if Holland you look at yeah, no, no, you're 100% right. If, if, if we're looking at Holland's clubs, though, I mean, Salzburg, yeah, Dortmund, yeah, and you know, now he's at a club where he can win. And you have to remember, bro, he's not just doing it in the Premier League, he's already broken Champions League records. Facts. And he, by the way, he is going to destroy the Champions League records. So, yeah, dude, here's my thing, bro. You, you can't, you can't, like, you can't choose which records you want. Uh, to be prominent, right? Yeah. This guy is breaking all of the records. How can you not say he's going to be one of the best players of all time or that he ha- is having one of the best seasons of all time? Because he is. Yeah. He is. 
No, I, I definitely agree 100%. Um, like, I don't deny that at all. Uh, but I, I guess like my next question to you would be, is it the title at this point? Is it yours to lose? You have everything going your way. Is it ours to lose at this point? Absolutely. E- even before today. Because again, the, it was still in our hands. If we won, if we won the rest of our games, including the Arsenal game, we win the yeah. title off of goal difference, most likely. Now we don't even have to win on goal difference; we can just win on points. So yeah, it's hundred percent in our hands. And the reason it's in our hands is because we've been here before. Arsenal's not been here before, at least not you know for twenty years. So that's the big point. And I agree with that, but I really think, like, yeah, it's yours to lose at this point, right? But a major factor in that simply is because, like, Arsenal hasn't beaten you, I think, in years. So it's some crazy stat. In some games, they haven't beaten you, right? But they also have to come to you this next game. That, and yeah, that, I do not what, see exactly them keeping that, up at all. That's why I gave Pep a 10 out of 10 when, when we beat them at the Etihad. Yes. At the, uh, sorry, at the Emirates. Because right. I was like, bro, we just smacked them at their place. You know, that was nuts. However... <laughs> I do remember the FA Cup game, and sure, we won. It was at our place, and I'm through the TV hearing the Arsenal fans. Yeah. So the Arsenal fans, they're going to, you know, at the end of the day, people can joke about, you know, we don't have fans or whatever. We, you know, we don't fill our stadium. But the reality is there there might be some little bit of truth to that because I don't feel like our home advantage is necessarily a real home advantage, uh, you know, versus a Liverpool, versus a Manchester United Versus a Newcastle. You know, these teams were like, their home ground right. is, even a Nottingham Forest, bro, their home ground is nuts. Ours, just, is, ours is chill because we're like, you know, if we're not four four, four goals up in the first half, it's like yeah. we're all disappointed, you know? Right. So I, I agree, but I just think it plays in, in City's hands because they don't like, well, at least from my perspective, you guys don't like competing in tough environments. I, I see you guys kind of get a little rattled, panicking a little bit, you know? Well, We'll see and, when we go to Germany. And, right. You know, that, that'll be a test. Right? Exactly. It's going to be a test. Um, so uh, solidify. And you guys are healthy. You're healthy, you know, from At this point, starting yeah. and, and on the bench. Us, on the other hand, bro, we're going through it right now. Yeah. We yeah. are in, it's like, we're in panic mode. I watched the game today against Nottingham. Uh, 2-0, but that score did not really at least in my opinion, display like how vulnerable we are right now. Uh, yeah, good point, yeah. Bro, the defense, like we knew when Martinez went down, we don't have a ran. We're back to kind of square one. But, man, when I tell you, bro, like I think he is the worst signing ever. And, and, I, and I mean this, like, for real. This is not me over-exaggerating. Harry Maguire, like you have players who get paid too much, like Anthony Enzo. But when they go out there, it's like they're just they're out there, right? They're you know doing what they got to do to be a quality footballer. Yeah, they're trying Harry, their best at the very least. Yes, Harry Maguire, he puts himself in every position where we could possibly get scored on, get a man sent off on the field. Like I've never seen anything like it. Beginning of the game, yeah, yeah, he takes the guy down. Could have been like a red card, bro. It was absolutely horrible, bro. If he was a, if he was like the like the the last man, if that oh, striker was in, it's a bro, red card. Bro. And I'm I'm looking at it, bro, and I'm in shock. But then I'm like, oh, it's Harry Maguire, so I'm not in shock. You know? Then he does. gets the ball, passes it. I don't know if he got stuck in between trying to pass to De Gea or make – but, bro, you can tell he's just cracking. He's not there mentally. Um, But he's not there physically, bro. Like Physically. The problem is he's not uh, – 
this is the issue when it comes to the, you know, when we talk about English tax and English bias and all this stuff. I, without watching a ton of Manchester United games for a while, I was like, you know, I'm hearing a lot of bad stuff about Maguire, but he's not that bad, is he? He is that bad. He's that bad. Uh, and, he, and he just defends with his hands. He, should, and, he actually could have got sent off, remember? Yes. He, he, yes. he gave his elbow the, the, to the striker. The elbow to the striker. Um, also, the ball coming in, it hits him on his hand. And commentators trying to say like, oh, no, that, that Bro, shouldn't even be a discussion. I'm like, no. It should be a discussion. It should be a discussion. <laughs> we just saw, we just saw uh, oh the sack of penalty miss. Yes. With Antonio, it hit his hand. It shouldn't have been a penalty, in my opinion, because he was right there. There's nothing you can do oh, about bro, it. Oh, you, bro, you, like you clearly see. I mean, I don't know what it is, who he has ties to, who he's connected to, but there's a clear Harry, Harry Maguire agenda with the media to not um, you know, talk, talk, talk about his flaws. So I'm, I'm listening to the commentator talk about him in the game, bro, and Harry Maguire is absolutely terrible. He shouldn't be on the pitch. He's bad. And he's just saying like, oh, Maguire, is a, he's a tough guy, man, to have that personality be out there knowing that everyone's talking about him. I'm like... He's a footballer. I don't it's care about that, right? Ridiculous. The, the 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 amount of leeway that the media yes. gives him, bro. And th- this is how I knew it was blatant. Out there on the pitch, Lindelof clears out the ball, bro. He's out there putting in the work, and the whole time the, the commentators like, "Oh, great defense by Maguire." And I'm Ridiculous. looking like, I'm looking like that's not that's not Maguire. I, I swear I told you on. about this. I swear I told you about <laughs> bro. The ESPN guys are the worst, bro. bro. They're like, it's ridiculous. And then. After a while, he's like, oh, it's Lindelof, not Maguire. And I'm like, bro, the, the agenda. Harry Maguire doesn't do a thing. There, there's nothing you can get, get out there and say he does that's positive and beneficial for Man United. Exactly. And, 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 and that, that's what worries me, and that's why I was very frightened for De Gea. Luckily, he got a clean sheet. But, bro, Lindelof and Maguire were so afraid to progress the ball. I got to give Varane and Martinez credit. Anytime they're out there. They know how to control, yeah. advance the ball. It's mm-hmm. not just going side to side. It's not letting the, the pressure and the counter get on you. And then yeah. the next thing you know, it's a turnover and a goal. Yeah. De Gea, like, he survived, bro, because it was terrible. Like, and, and Lindelof, way, man. That's, I, a, that's against you know one what? of the worst attacking teams. The worst. The so. You see, you, you see what I'm saying? Like, that 2-0 win was not 2-0. Like, if we go against, I got to look at our remaining games. But I know we have someone tough in there. And we and we try to do that, bro. We're gonna get scored on. Sevilla, like in the Europa League, they might go stupid I, on us in Spain. I mean, bro. I mean, listen, we can we can talk about Harry Maguire's <laughs> own goal being unlucky in the Sevilla game, but bro, that's Harry Maguire. You know, it's just like the you know the positioning. The he's just a donkey, bro. Like that's the best way to describe that guy. He he's a donkey, bro, and it's just unfortunate that injuries are are really you know plaguing us right now because Rashford may come back, but he's dealing with that. And we clearly see that we need someone that can score goals because it should have been a 4-0 game, 5-0. Yeah. The, the amount of chances that Martial, Sancho, I'm very disappointed in. You know, I'm huge on him, but I got I to gotta speak on it too. Uh, he should have cleared the first one, the one that Bruno swung in. I don't know what happened yeah. with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I'm, I'm watching him throughout the game, and it's, it's hitting at areas and, at, at times, but he's not consistent enough. It's, it's, you know? I'm sorry. It's, it's not. It's on this, and off. This, this is not the league for him, bro. Uh, like we just have to be honest. This is not the league for him to shine. It's, it feels like he doesn't. He's not interested for ninety minutes. You know, he's interested yeah. when he gets the ball. He's interested when you know the ball's at his feet. But it just doesn't seem like he's, he's a hundred percent bought into being one of the best wingers in the Premier League. That, it doesn't seem and, like he's bought into and, that. And and that's what I think it is. I I don't even think it's like he's not ready for the Prem or he's not fit for it. I just think mentally and he's not confident enough in himself. 
And it's, I think it's he's kinda, too it's, confident. That's my problem. I think no, he's too I confident. Don't, I don't, bro. Like, the dude, he taps into it, and then next thing you know, it's like, eh, I'm just going to play passive. You know? Yeah. I'm going to chill a little bit. But it's like, bro, you got you got to keep that pressure, you know, 10 times out of 10. And this is not even forced. So True. I, I, I want to see you go crazy and, and show me something. But he didn't show me enough. It was just, yeah. it was just like, it was good. You know, even exactly, even in the Sevilla game, it's like this. You know, you're going up against very, very weak opposition. This yeah. should be your time to shine. But again, I don't think he has all the tools to be a Premier League level winger at this yeah. level. I just don't think he. Had, I just don't think he has it. And by the way, you know, you know how I talk about Sterling. I'm I'm down to bring him up again. Yeah, he was stats wise one of the best wingers in the Premier League for the last what four, five, six seasons. Yeah, of course, Sancho's a better footballer than that guy. But it's not always about the, you know, can you do 25 step overs? Right. You know, how can you impact the game? And Raheem Sterling's done a fantastic job of his career at impacting the game the way he can, which is intricate, dynamic movement with without the ball. And then when he has the ball, it's simple. Go straight at the defender. You're either going to go left or you're going to go right. And it's that simple. Sancho, he wants to he wants to get the ball deep. He wants to turn. He wants to do a couple of shoulder shrugs, yeah. you know, do a couple of step overs. I, again, I just don't think this is the league for him to be a, an elite winger. If you talk about a number 10 and molding him into that, potentially. Yes. But that again, that's... And, and, that's, and, and, uh, and you're to buy him for that. Right. And, and and that's why the injuries just that shoot, shoot us in the foot because then yeah. Tin Hag is forced to put players in positions that they typically and normally shouldn't play. Yeah. Um, and it's a bit of, by the way, another injury. I mean, it's, it's just stacking up, you know. He, and we bro, can he, talk was about, in, he was in the lineup before the game. He was in the then, lineup, you know. And then he gets hurt in, I guess, warm-ups, uh, which is bad luck, right? But I got to give shouts to a player that I'm, I'm critical on, and I'm very, very critical on, and Bruno Fernandez. He stepped up um, immensely today with just the yeah. attacking and creating. Him and Erickson were, you know, I don't know what they were on out there, but seeing him back, you know, just coming in, that just shows you, like, his uh, – intelligence and you know iq as a midfielder bro he just it was easy for him to feel the void it is interesting though like sure you guys have been unlucky unlucky with injuries but there's also a little bit of luck right it's like some of your midfielders go down erickson comes back you know uh rashford goes down martial comes back there's a little bit of luck there in terms of like you guys get the guy you get you get them back at the right time but you know what you did mention is you know your next fixtures and your next fixtures. Well, I'm looking at them in the Premier League at least, and you know we do have to question with all those injuries. Yeah. Can you guys sustain? Let's talk about. I'm it. just gonna run, I'm just gonna run down the list, okay? And I'm the whole list, and then you give me your 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 prediction or your feeling. Spurs away. Aston Villa, who's been the hottest team in the league besides Manchester City, and they always give us problems. Correct. Villa at, at home. Brighton away. That's a tough, tough, tough game. I watched Bright. I watched Brighton this weekend, bro. They're incredible. But let me keep going. West Ham away, who we just saw, but worked worked out. Uh, Arsenal, Wolves at home, who won this this weekend. Bournemouth away, who also won this weekend, and then you end off with Fulham at home, which I think you guys will probably win that. Yeah. That's probably the own that game and maybe the Wolves game. I'm like, okay, you guys are gonna win those games. Yeah. The other games, bro. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> because you got to remember, and I'm not trying to. I want, I want you to have your opinion here, but Villa and Brighton are both coming for that top four. They're, they're yeah. coming for it, bro. That yeah. is, that is their mission. Yeah, those are big games. Yeah, Tot- Tottenham even Tottenham's there. They're coming. Jay, 
They're coming for you, bro. You guys have to win those games. Or at least well, draw. This this is just uh the perfect ending to a story. Uh a Tin Hag masterpiece, you know? Um we're we're not gonna get the title this year. We've already convinced ourselves, we know that. Yeah. Um, but what can we do? We can get to the top four, you know, Champions League birth. And and with that, what comes with that? That's defending your your position, right? And just like you said, Tottenham, Brighton, Austin Villa, they all want us. They want to be number three, number four, Newcastle yeah. as well, fighting with them. They want to be us. So why, why not go through them? Why not shut them down? And, and, and mm-hmm. am I confident? Yes, but am I worried? Slightly. And that, that may be a, a you know contradiction, but like, I just well, got to be real. Without the injuries, I think you guys are. I think you're probably pretty confident to to see off the rest of the season going top four. But I think, bro, those those injuries, bro, that's it's, a it's, lot. It's a lot, bro. It's it's frightening because going like home, I'm not really worried about. Um, I, I've assumed and just kind of been um, convinced by Tin Hag that we're at least going to get a draw or a W at home. Yeah, like we're on the streak right now. No one can really come through in Old Trafford and shock us. I mean, Sevilla kind of did it with a comeback, but they didn't win the game. You know? Yeah, yeah. Away though worries me. Uh, we saw it today against Forest. We should have killed them, bro. Should have been four zero, five zero, and they're competing. You know, against relegation, they don't want to get relegated. So obviously, they're going to come out fighting. Yeah. And we're Man United. Every team is about to wake up, try to shock the world. You know, slow us down. So it's it's going to be tough. Um, Teams are going to feel like they can get at you. Yes, you know, especially in that midfield. And, um, and bro, and, and they are about to eat alive, Harry Maguire. He's got to play the last. He's going to play the last eight games uh, of the season. That's the uh, biggest problem, right? I want Phil Jones. Where's he at, <laughs> bro? Phil Jones has been out the team forever, bro. You know, you know actually, Phil you're making is, a great point, Jay, because. You know, if we go to it, I'm just going to, you know, I was run down the team. Let's run down the strikers because those strikers are going to go up against Maguire. Yep. Harry Kane. I get it. They're friends. I don't think Kane's going to take him lightly. <laughs> Aston Villa, they got Watkins, bro, who's been on a roll. He's been one of the hottest strikers in the Premier League. Yes, sir. At Brighton, you know, well back in them. It's not terrible. But if Matoma gets at him, it's over. Yeah. West Ham, Antonio, decent game today. I believe he scored a goal. Wolves, they have multiple strikers. Obviously, Diogo Costa. Um, who actually got his first goal again? Got his first goal, exactly. Huang, who's another striker who I really like as well. Bournemouth, Dominic Solanke's been performing decently this, you know, at, towards the end of the season. And the Fulham, no Mitrovic. I guess Mitrovic might play actually. I yeah. think his suspension's over. So, or is it? I don't know. I, yeah, I think his suspension's gonna be over for that. Was it that like two game. games, three games? I think it was. I think it was more. I oh, know. Yeah, yeah, it was more than that. Cause it was like eight out. games or something yeah. like that. It was crazy. Fast out. It's crazy, but I, I don't know. Yeah, bro, I think you're right, bro. This this Maguire, I, I think this is going to happen. I think those last eight games are going to determine how much teams are going to pay for Maguire in the summer. I, I think if Maguire plays well, I think you're honestly talking to 50. Yo, though. no way. Are you telling? Are you serious? At the end of the day, this turns into a Harry Maguire story. He's oh, about yeah. to either get paid or not get paid. He's either. It's either going <laughs> to. It, it this is a hundred percent on him and his future, bro. Like, do you oh want to play? 
you want to go back to Leicester or do you want to play for Tottenham? You know what I mean? These are like, this, this is the, this is the range here, bro. You know? Yo, that's, that's hilarious, bro. That's, that's a good way of looking at it. Um, cause that's honestly true. Uh, first game, who do we have? I'm Tottenham, my... out. Tottenham away. Tottenham away. Cause they're they're going through it right now. They yeah. they're in a very very tough spot. We're gonna talk on them really quickly. Um, I think we capitalize. I think we 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 go in. We get a, a tough one though, two one. Um, yeah, two one. I, I think having you know, I believe Rashford will be back that game. That's gonna be huge. Uh, I don't care if he's fully healthy, slightly like just having him on the field as a, a threat is gonna yeah. be major. And then 100%. I gotta get shouts to um Anthony, bro. Uh, the the dude, you know, price tag is my biggest problem with him, just like with Enzo. But that's not again not his problem. It's not 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 his problem. But today he showed me um things that I I want to see more of him. Obviously, we know you can you can score the goals, you know, you're flashy, but the being unselfish, um, passing the ball, creating for others, the go, uh, pass the Dallow, that's yeah. what I want to see. You know, when, yeah. when you're not the guy scoring the goals, you're creating for somebody because you can do it. And he showed me today. So I think he's going to go in and tie them in and be I a main factor too. I, no, it's a great point. I think his confidence, because again, we've all said that he's, his left foot shot is nuts. It's nuts. But, but he's trash at everything else. And <laughs> the reality is he's actually proven over these last maybe eight games or so that his passing ability isn't terrible when not in terrible. the right positions. Yep. However... There's still a lot, bro. He still can't go right. He yes. still can't go right. Like, he, he cannot go right. So, uh, here's my thing. We, you know, we talk about Saka being young and all this. Anthony's also really young. Yeah, he is. And that's a player that I do see improving, you know, he just, as long as he's not arrogant. Yeah. And that's a player I believe that he's probably going to surpass Sancho in terms of expectation, at the very least, over these next few years. So, you know, obviously I've been, I've been dogging Anthony ever since he kind of got there. And again, mostly because it's the price tag again, which is not his fault. But I really hate players like that who are just very one-dimensional, <laughs> very selfish. And like you said, yes, he's he's starting to break out of that a little bit. So. And, I, and I'm happy for him, man. Like, that's the one thing I, pe- I want people to know, especially with my club. When I'm hard on my, on my, my players, it's because I expect a certain thing. And Anthony's showing me like, yeah, I'm young and I'm immature, but... I'm able to progress and become a better player. And that's yeah. what I want to see. I don't want to see him being one-dimensional. Like, there's more to your game. Show me. And he's showing me right now. So, yeah. shouts to him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think we got Tottenham 2-1. Next game. Who's it? Next Next game, Villa at home. Oh, yeah. We got that. Next, got game, that. Brighton, next game, Brighton away. That's one where it can kind of get tricky. I'll take a draw. Yeah. So, that's I got bad. six. So, seven points right now. Okay. Seven points, yep. West Ham away. That's tough. That's tough. They're I, fine I, They're fine for their lives, bro. I, I got to expect an L somewhere in here. I don't think we're going to go perfect um, unbeaten streak. So, yeah, I think we, we might take that L. Okay, interesting. Uh, uh, that's, a, that's a pretty mature sort of uh, prediction, to be honest with you. Um, okay. Oh, Wolves at home should be a win. Win, exactly. Bournemouth away, probably going to be a win. Yep. As bad as they are. So that's you know, 13 points right there. Okay. Yeah. And they're fine for their lives as well, by the way. Yep. Um, and now we finish off with Fulham at home. We sh- And we should get that. So, yeah. 
top four should be kind of top four should be good. Top yes. four should. But again, you know, <laughs> you know, crazier things have happened. You know. What I mean? Yeah. Um. But you know who top four won't be a thing for? Um. It's it's hilarious because they yeah every like every weekend every game they have and I see a result and it's not what it should be. I have like, there's like a lack of emotion at this point. <laughs> With who? <laughs> and I'm, I'm glad you asked with who, because it's two clubs really. But I'm talking about Chelsea here. But, but I guess Tottenham's in the same spot. So they're both, in, they're both the, they're, in my opinion, they're the exact same sort of issue, right? It's like, yeah. they have the players, bro. They, they have do. the players. And Chelsea more so than Tottenham. Chelsea 100% more so than Tottenham. Yeah. And 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 the results, not so, you know, skip the results. The performances are embarrassing, bro. Shocking, like, em- bro. Shocking. And, and and we talk about, bro. We've been talking about Graham Potter all season long. And again, I'm like, yo, at some point, this guy's got to get fired just because of how the, how bad the results are. Yeah. But the performances were not terrible. They were not terrible. And what? The fact that you fire that guy who has been steadily progressing the team, even though it's been very slow, steadily progressing that team. Yeah. To bring in a manager who, in my opinion, I don't think he's terrible, but clearly he's not on Potter's level. And the only reason you bring him in is because he's he knows the club. Thank he's you. familiar with the club. Just keep Potter in place until the end of the season. That it bro, these guys, I don't I, I don't want to I don't even want to think about the Chelsea players. I don't want to think about the Chelsea managers. This is 100% on the owner. This owner does not know what he's doing. This is much like a restaurant owner trying to be in the kitchen. Get the hell out of the kitchen. Hire, <laughs> hire a chef like and get one. the hell out. It's the same fire. thing. This guy Bowley, bro, he's a, he's a moron. I'm sorry. And by the way, he's a rich, probably intelligent moron. And the reason I say moron is because it's probably ego that's in his way, bro. Listen, if I was, if I was owning a football club, you're damn right I would want to sign players. That'd be so fun. You know, I would want to construct a team. I would want to hire the best guys. But bro, get oh, just keep owning the team. You've yeah. already got you've already bought, you've done the hardest thing. You bought the club. Now just sit on your couch. You know what I mean? It it's it's I mean, that's spot on. I don't disagree with any of that. And I, I just want to add, I think he, I'm talking about Todd Bowie here. I think he's fine with the fact that. I guess Chelsea isn't winning, and that's gonna sound crazy because one, I think he's a he's a businessman. He's trying to make money for one. Yeah. Doesn't care about the game that much. And two, they, they always say that you know any exposure is kind of good exposure. You know, being talked about positively, negatively, it's kind of good. And Chelsea's always in the news. Everyone knows Chelsea. That's good for him. He's making money. I can see what you're saying. I listen. Obviously, I think he'd prefer to win, but I see what you're saying. Like, I, I, I don't think he's stressing. I don't think he's stressing. I think he's making terrible decisions, but I don't think he's stressing. And and because... and and that's why and that's why it's it's ongoing. That's why every time you look in the media, there's something new with Chelsea. It's because he's at the end of the day, his his pocket's not hurting. Um, <laughs> you know. So I mean, obviously, winning would help him a, a little bit more. And who doesn't want to win? But he's not coming at it from a football mind. You just said yeah. it. This is a guy who does not know anything about the sport. You know, yeah. this is a, a owner trying to be in in the kitchen when he yeah. can't cook. And, and Just, exactly. And it's clear that 
Tuchel didn't sign those players in the summer. It's clear that Potter did not sign those players in January. It was 100. Yeah. percent It was it was Todd Bowley, bro. It was, yeah. It's probably him and his assistant being like, "Yo, who's on the market? Who's hot right now?" Bro, they weren't looking at Mudrick until Arsenal was looking at Mudrick. Yeah. So why are you spending 90 million on this guy? Facts. Facts. It's it's just like immaturity almost. You know what I mean? They're childish. Uh, and I think they're definitely in a worse position than Tottenham. But I don't want to, you know, leave them out because I'm very disappointed in them as well. Like, every year, you know, we say same old Arsenal. What's the term for, for Tottenham? Same old Tottenham. <laughs> same old Tottenham. Uh, and, and they have, a you know, a pr- prolific goal scorer, England great, and Harry Kane. And I can't take his career serious because he hasn't won a thing with them. They're bums. Yeah. Like, we got to talk about that. We're talking about ranking him against Rooney's. And, you know, the Shearer's like, let's be real. What is he doing? And what's Tottenham doing? It's just a foul. I mean, no, at the end of the day, if we're looking at Tottenham, I don't blame Kane for Tottenham's performances necessarily. That's That'd be ridiculous. He's the best player on the team by a mile. No, 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 no. You you have to blame him a little bit. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I, like, trust me, I'm, you know, hold yourself accountable. He's obviously one of the leaders in the dressing room, all of that. But you have to understand, bro, unlike Chelsea, who wants to be the best and they're trying everything to be the best, Tottenham is, as the ownership and the ownership model, they are more than happy being mediocre. Yeah. That, that, is, that is their goal. They are, they are con- yo, we're in a top four race. That is their goal, Jay. That is the problem that I have with a guy like uh, Harry Kane, who's like, yo, I'm happy to be at Tottenham. Why are you happy to be at Tottenham? Their goal is to be in top four. That, their goal is not to win anything. Exactly. And, and guess what? Nothing's going to change. And They're going to bring in a new manager who is going to be lacking either funds or um, power to to purchase the players that he wants. You know, we're thinking about, okay, why isn't Basuma playing? Why isn't Jed Spence playing? Why aren't all these players that are coming in, Richarlison, why aren't these players playing under Conte? And then you realize, because Conte didn't sign any of them. Conte didn't make these decisions, and that's the problem. So It's, 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 it's a couple morons who yeah. think they know what the hell they're doing, much like Todd Bowley, but even worse because they've been around for 20 years. So who's who's worse then, Levy or, or Todd Bowley? Oh, listen, I, I think Todd's going to get together. At the end of the day, spending money, eventually he's going to work. Again, Tottenham is happy with top four. They're happy contending, maybe contending for a Premier League, but, no, yeah. but nothing, nothing more than that. Bro, they'll be ecstatic if they win EFL Cup. So, I, I, I think, yeah, I mean, I would much rather be in Chelsea's position because I know that there's talent in the team. I know I can, I can make a lot of sales. Tottenham is stuck, and Tottenham will be stuck for the next five, ten years unless you get rid of this guy, man. You have to get rid of Daniel Levy. I'm sorry. <laughs> and listen, I listen to a lot of fan calls on different cha- channels and stuff. They're all saying the same thing. Get this guy out of the club because he's been there for X amount of years and he's stalling the progress, Jay. Like, they're hosting NFL games, you know? It's almost disrespectful. Mm. Like, they're hosting NFL games. They're mm. hosting concerts. Mm. They're doing all mm. this crap. And by the way, they're making money. They're one of the few teams that's actually profitable. Like, See, and- highly profitable. And, and this is why I tell people with the whole, you know, ratings, you know, all that and, and money, they play a part in sports. You can't, you can't negate, like negate that um, or disregard yeah. it. It plays a huge part because just like you said, he's over there making bread, bro. They're hosting things. They got partnerships with people. New stadiums. That's beautiful. You know, they're <laughs> doing stuff in the community. Like, bro, 
everything is great over there except for the football on the pitch, which is the main thing for ninety nine percent of the the viewing public. Hey, they so, they, they kind of sound a lot of like uh, the New York Knicks. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's 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 the whole thing of like you know everyone wants to be uh, everyone wants to be where we are. Everyone wants, yeah. wants to hang out with us, but no one wants to really be us. You know what I mean? No one yeah. wants to be Tottenham. They want the stadium. They right, want the exactly. funds. Yep, they want the yep. attractions. They want the fan base, but they don't want the actual. They don't want to be in that position because then they got to take in all the problems that come along with that. Yeah. So ah. it's an in- interesting discussion, but yeah, I mean, you look at those two clubs, and I think the big question that you have is, okay, which club is going to get back to winning ways? I mean, again, I guess Spurs have never really been there, but get back to at least <laughs> contending for 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 a Premier League title, and it's obviously Chelsea's the answer. Chelsea will get there sooner than Tottenham even though Tottenham is actually more prepared to get there. So, yeah. No, I, I agree with you on that. Um, I just think Chelsea is always going to – they have a standard, like you said. They, yeah. They've won before. They're used to winning. So they want to get back to that point. Um, but I, I think to uh, finish out, you know, with, with the remainder of the podcast, we got to touch on, obviously, the Champions League talk. Um, you guys have been dominant. Amazing uh, display against Byron. But really good. That was that was a yeah. I was I felt really good after that, Jay. Because I didn't I didn't you know? Yeah. I wasn't I, I, I wasn't the most confident. I thought right. one nil win. Yeah. Three nil, I'm taking. I'm taking that. And before we even get to, you know, a l- little bit about the game, we got to touch on, I think, what happened after. Um, because I yeah. I just think that that plays a part in what's gonna happen going forward, you know, the next game. Uh Sane and Mane. The, the, I don't know if they're fighting for the name. I don't know if they're fighting for Jay, but <laughs> Jay, I, I heard the story, and you know, I, I don't, you know, it's whatever. Uh, but, but it, it nah, doesn't we, look good. We got, we got to talk about it, bro. Um, you know, Sadio Mane has kind of been known as a very civilized and calm and composed individual. Bro, they're saying this guy, you know, he kisses the babies. He yes, does the, he yes, does the right? charity work. He's one of the best people on the planet. Like every, no, no one has any bad word to say about Sadio Mane. Exactly. So I'm trying to set this up for the viewers and the listeners, right? And then you got Leroy Sane, who has, unfortunately, you know, for him, kind of been dealt a brat, you know, title and label um, coming up in, in the football world. You know, Pep wasn't really a big fan of him. They got into hard to it. work with. You right, uh, Joe Chimlo, I think, didn't like him on the German German team. Um, yeah, kind of just yeah. you know. Little, You're making I, great points, Jay. You're making great points. Here. Right, okay. right. Looking into it, reports are coming out that you know, uh, I guess Sane and Mane weren't too thrilled with the play on the field with each other. Yeah, words were exchanged in the locker room, um, and the words that were said. So I said we gotta talk about it. Um, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I don't know if was there actual words that were documented and so confirmed. From my, from what's been said, uh, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Hopefully, Leroy Sane, I guess, called uh, Mane, uh, like you black, or oh, something. No. You know, oh, something no. like that. In, oh, in, in, no. in that in that sense, and is that confirmed or is it? I don't want to just like. I'm pretty sure it's confirmed, bro. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, we can, we can, we can, you know, do do a first of all, research, first of all, sure what the I, hell, is so, like Sane, look, go look in the mirror real quick, bro. That's first of all, <laughs> and, and that's why I said we have to talk about it because there is this thing like colorism and all that, and you know, yeah, 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 yeah different yeah. shades of black. And Sane is a, I believe he's of you know African descent, but 
he grew up in Germany. Germany, of course. And that that I think that there is the clear distinction between if that happened, if that actually happened, why what was said. You grew up in a culture where probably I don't know what's allowed and what's not allowed. You know, and it's a thing of like, okay, seeing a black German person, it's not the most regular thing on the planet. You know, yes. so it's it's a it's it's probably a culture thing. Obviously, it's just. I mean, self hate is just the, you know the dumbest thing in the it's world. It's the dumbest but thing. It's, in it's the also world. taught. It's also taught subconsciously a lot of the time. It's so education, it's, bro. It's it's, yeah. it's how you're educated. It's what you know and who you know but, who you at, look at. At the same at the same time, you know, Sane, I, I think what is he? Twenty six, maybe twenty seven. Twenty six, twenty seven. You're a grown man. You know what's right. You know what's wrong. Yes. Um, and that's clearly not right. You know, and and it's clear as day. We, we saw the picture. The dude's lip is busted up. You know, I saw that. I did see the picture. And he got popped. Uh, I think Monty popped him. He he really did. He was fed up. Uh, he's like, you're not gonna talk to me like that. And I I love the way that Byron and Tuku, how they're, they're you know handling it in house. He came out and he just basically said, you know, yeah, they they had a little spat and you know he didn't agree with what was done, but you know he kind of took up for both both players. Obviously, gotcha. Monty I think got the you know most of what the consequences. Because he I, actually, I, I did hear he got some consequences, um, right? Which is obviously funny based on the story that we're that we're being told. So yeah, um, obviously he should have the least consequences, right? But but this going into the game against City, bro, it's just not. Oh, a I think it's only for I, I, no, no, no. It's only positive for Bayern. Oh, listen, Ooh. listen, hold on. It's Ooh. only positive for Bayern. This type of stuff, bro. Because what this does, it's like at the end of the day, the City players are looking at that story like, oh, we got them. You know what I mean? All it's going to do, it's going to it's going to lower our defenses. It might we might be a little more complacent. We got these guys right where we want them, and then this sort of in-house bickering from Bayern turns into an inspired performance, bro. Yeah. This stuff can happen. I, this is not one of those things where I'm like, okay, Sane and Mane don't like each other, therefore we're going to win. That's not going to happen, bro. These guys, at the end of the day, these guys are footballers. They're trying to win the game, so. No chance. No no chance I'm falling for that. So especially you, especially Byron at home. That's gonna be a difficult thing. So you think, you think I mean we've seen crazy things happen in the Champions League. So I, I do believe there's a possibility for some crazy comeback in possibility. Shay, <laughs> we are the one team where we should not be taking anything lightly in the Champions League. Like like yeah. you know what I mean? Like, bro, there shouldn't be one Manchester City fan out there that is like, Oh yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna scrape through. I could see Bayern winning that game three 0 We go to we go to extra time and yep. you know whatever happens happens. Of course it could happen. Yeah, you yeah, know? man. Like I ain't gonna lie, that's gonna be a tough one. I can't wait to see it. Uh, yeah, I, I, on Wednesday, I, don't, I believe. I don't agree with the whole like Sane and Mane is a positive. I think that's always a negative, especially I, I, in the sense like that because that's very personal. That's that's like I don't know if I can ever play with you on the field in, in a way again. Of course, it's a you negative, know? but like if you're if you're if you're Man City, the last thing you should be doing is thinking that that's a positive for you because yeah. it's not going to be a positive for you. You know, yeah. if anything, it might end up being a positive for Bayern just because you lacked complacency by thinking it was a positive for you. Yeah. So, um, at the end of the day, though, you know, if that stuff is 100% true, I mean, you know, Sonny, obviously Sonny is going to go in the summer because, you know, he's also his wife actually moved back. His wife and kid actually moved back to England because they yeah. just don't like it in Germany. Yep. Um, whole bunch of stuff going on there he's commuting back and forth which is ridiculous and it's not too it's not too bad because you know 
it's 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 pretty close. But... <laughs> You're a fool. It's no, but like it, no, it's good. it's bro. I mean, that's challenging. I mean, bro, at is. the end of the day, bro, he's got to go to work every single day. Like knowing, uh, man, I gotta go to work. I gotta play my best, and I gotta go to my, you know, see my kid. And yeah, you know, mentally, you know, he's probably not even there. Yeah, mentally, he's not gonna be in a great space regardless of the situation. So, and by the way, I thought he was one of the better players. He made yes. some great strikes he and looked dangerous. And before we, we, we leave off real quick. Yeah. I got to agree with that. Um, I think, you know, between the two, Mane and Sané, you got to go that Sané has been more impressive this season for Byron. Um, Mane really hasn't hit how I think people want him to. A lot um, of injuries though, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Which is, you know, but that plays a part availability that's the best ability sometimes with players um but i think sane is the one thing that kind of you know i guess a negative with his game is like he's he can play really really well but like what's the rest of the team doing yeah he's He's a little bit too selfish at times he's a very individualistic player a lot of the times 100 i I agree with that however i I mean the biggest problem with Bayern munich is they don't have a center forward that's that's their biggest problem i mean it's so Nabry is not a center forward. Musiala is not a center forward. Muller is not a center. These guys are not center forwards, but they're playing center forward. Yeah. You know, their Lewandowski miss or or, or loss was not just because it's Lewandowski. It's like they don't have a center forward. Like, when yeah. you play Ch- Chupamoting, like, he's not good enough to, and, and to be playing. Do you think their wingers and forwards just aren't good enough to score goals like that? Because they have, you know, Ribery and um, Robin Back producing. In, yeah. I mean, bro. Th- their wingers are fine. They're, like, bro, the problem is they have the same player in four positions on the field. <laughs> yeah. It's the same player, bro. Musiala, Muller, Nabry, Komen, Damn. Mane, Sane. It, they have – it's the same player. And and in the midfield – and listen, you know, I don't watch a lot of Bayern. I get it. But when I do, they're telling me this guy Kimmich is the best center midfielder in the world. He's been a little un- underperforming recently. Bro, all all he does is keep possession. This guy's yeah. Fred. This guy's Fred 2.0. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's no, no, no shot. And then you know, and then oh, listen, the 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 big name. If we're going to actually talk about this game, up in Meccano, bro. Ah, oh. that was the. I mean, we, we saw him in the, in the in the World Cup. He looked a little shaky. Yeah, people were questioning why a guy like Saliba or Kanate weren't starting over him. This guy up in Meccano, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he had the worst game I've ever seen from a center back, bro. It was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. And by the way, he actually, he actually made some really good passes going forward, but the majority was just, bro, like, thank thank you. You know, we'll was take it, it. It was worse than Harry's, bro. You got to be honest. Was it? Well, Harry McGuire, like, the physical attributes, you can see, it's expected. You know, the guy can't run. You know, he's not very smart. He's not a leader. This guy, Afonkano, bro, all he got to do is play calm, kick it long, worst case scenario. This guy's just giving us the ball constantly. I'm like, listen, Sure, it's a three 0 win, but we didn't earn the three 0 Let's be honest; we were given the three 0 So again, I'll take it. Yeah. Nah, man. Uh, really good talk this episode, bro. Uh, yeah. Love the um, the noise that I guess both both leagues are making right now, Prem and Champions League. Yeah. Uh, you have the possibility to get a, a treble, so I know that's that's looking pretty good for you. And I believe we do as well. We're still in the run. Um, we got Caribou. We could get. Uh, Europa League and, and FA, so yeah. uh, it's 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 a nitty gritty right now, man. Listen, listen. Obviously, Manchester fans are not united, um, <laughs> one way or the other. But like, bro, the Manchester's looking good. It's looking hot right now. And by the way, this is this is we haven't really seen this for the last maybe five years or so when both Manchester teams are are, are really popping. So yes, sir. Um, you know, and that's you know we got the podcast for a reason. This is you know you guys are 
not very good last year, but this year it's you know we're back <laughs> back for a rivalry, back for a rivalry. I'm down. Who's hey. gonna win more trophies, Jay? That's 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 the uh, that's the question here. Uh, before we leave, just quick quick point, just quick prediction. If anything, yes. you know, you guys did have a really really bad end to your game against Sevilla. Ended up being two two. You guys now go to Sevilla, much like how we go to Bayern. I mean, prediction. Are you guys getting through? Shit, bro. I mean, this is no no Bruno as well. No Bruno, no Bruno right? No Bruno, and we're going against like the kings of Europa League. I feel like Sevilla is always S- Sevilla and Villarreal. They're like the, yeah, <laughs> they're there, yeah. bro. Like they're, they're always winning it or in the final. Yeah. Um, and we're going to Spain. Uh, ah, it's tough, man. Two two. I, I don't feel good about this game, bro. I'm gonna be honest with you. Mm. I think we I take we I think we take a uh a exit out. I really do. I think it's gonna be that tough. I think we're probably gonna go to PKs and I think it's gonna we don't have enough. We don't wow. have enough. Wow. I think Sevilla takes us in, in Spain. Uh I'm sorry, no no trouble, but we might get a double. I'll wow. Take Jay, I'll be honest, that was that that kinda hurt. That kinda hurt me almost, Jay. I'm like, damn, like just I don't. I don't want to trouble in my first season with with Ten Hag. Not this way. So I'm. I'm gonna keep it cool. You're gonna feel spoiled if you get the trouble. You know. Yeah. Let me. Let me get the double. Let me ease my way into it. But gotcha. yeah, I. I don't feel confident, bro. Just not having Bruno. Um. And then obviously the big one, Maguire, heading the defense mm-hmm. and being captain. It's not good. It's not yeah. looking good for us, and man. You make. You're making great points. I, I, you know. Let's let's leave it on that, Jay, because that's probably one of the most responsible predictions that you've made on on this on this on this hey, podcast I'm, typically I'm getting... it's just typically it's just like oh yeah we're gonna win we're gonna you know 2-0 whatever a loss you know sound like hey, me <laughs> i'm not confident bro harry Maguire. that's all i gotta say fair enough fair enough and on that uh this has been the best of rivals podcast you can find us everywhere including instagram tiktok and twitter at the best of rivals you can also find um the entire podcast on video and audio formats on youtube spotify apple Podcasts, and everywhere else at the best of rivals podcast for myself jay good weekend for both of us but again we'll we'll see what happens midweek um predicting sevilla going through manchester united losing myself jay we are out deuces baby